I'm Erica Lynn, and we all know the ocean is the most demanding environment on Earth, consistently testing the reliability and durability of our equipment. When you spend as much time fishing as I do, you know that reliable gear is essential for staying on the water. This is why I went with Abyss Battery to power my trolling motor, electronics, and outboard. The guys at Abyss Battery are rattling the saltwater industry by manufacturing performance marine batteries specifically designed for sonar, outboards, trolling motors, and electronic fishing reels. They're also Bluetooth compatible, so I found Checking battery statuses right on your phone while you're out on the water is a huge game changer. To learn more about why Abyss batteries are used by the pros and factory installed by Premier Boat Builders, visit abyssbattery.com. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. The, um... Yeah, so, uh, anyway, you have a lot of nice sponsors on this list, Karen. Go figure, in just second year. This is phenomenal. Hughes Boats um, donated 500 I didn't get them on their four You're working with Chrissy there? Yeah, she's, she's, she's awesome, isn't she? I got in I last minute her with pieces. her. She's like, I'm going to send you 500 bucks next year. We want to be in it. Danko Pliers is going to film a little piece. Mm-hmm. You're on got there. a couple that'll... Uh... That'll be joining the list next year, too. I'm d- I, I, I don't know how. People are just so generous in this neighborhood. A little closer. There you go. All right. Cool. So generous. So that's our banner that we had up at the um, Sands and yeah. Gallupies. I mean, uh, all the venues donated. I mean, it was this year was amazing. I woke up and went, how did we do that? Nice. Nice, nice, nice. That's cool. So, I mean, I'm sorry I couldn't make it. I actually, I had previous plans, but I heard that everything went off like awesome and great and i saw the pictures that you put up on the the lhpssa whatsapp and all that and everything looked phenomenal i saw all the facebook stuff and everyone just seemed to have nothing but the greatest things to say about your tournament and you had a lot of nice donors we had great donors right. our presenting donor was a local a local family emc aerospace yeah he donated his boat last year and this year he actually donated seven thousand dollars to help us with the prize money uh, and his Is that 50, the guy you fished with? Yep. I did, I did. And his yeah. 53 for Hydrosport. Uh, his family took Chelsea and a few of the other girls out that work really hard, volunteers that never get a chance to go fishing, so took them out. Um, and uh, he's like, we'll do this again next year. So pretty amazing family. So that's Eddie Montserrat and his family. That is phenomenal. All right, we are going to talk all about that today. But first, I want to introduce you guys to everybody. I'm with Carolyn Stash and Chelsea Hagen. Now, Carolyn, you are no stranger to the studio and the show and all that, so welcome back. Oh, thank you thank, for having thank me Thank you again. very much. Uh, we're going to talk all about your tournament and beyond today, yeah. right? And Chelsea is joining us today. Thank you very much for coming in today. And you fished the tournament this past weekend as well. I did, right? I did. So welcome to the Connected by Water podcast. Let's go. Fueled by our very good friends at Papa's PLR Rum, that we are drinking rum today. Who remind you never to be a spectator. I'm your host, Dennis Friel, and we are coming to you from the Connected by Water Studio Gallery, comfortably located between the sand and the intercoastal in scenic and sunny 
Pompano Beach, Florida, right? Uh, here with my bartender and co-host, Carlene. What's Hello. happening? Um, and we are a Waypoint hosted podcast. You can find us there and also watch, listen, and subscribe on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. And do not forget to hit that like button, please. We would love to hear from you in the comments or by email at sales at connectedbywater.com. Special thanks and special or special thanks go to our special supporters and our pals over at Finor Sunglasses and Olakai. And Yanni is here in the house, cold kicking it live be- behind the turntables. Wiggity, 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 whack. <laughs> the guy who gets it done. All right. All right. So. Our Starbright Solutions do-gooder of the week is Brett Pettit, right? So he is our do-gooder, and he lives on the water and recently collected a tub load full of mangrove papagules to assist Corey Redrine with her new swell restoration project up in Florida Space Coast. And because of his above and beyond efforts, Brett becomes our next certified Starbright do-gooder. So congrats, Brett. You get a bucket load full of fun, like the, what we got, the salt off and the citrus cleaner, the Maybe some vinyl sponge, clean. right? Vinyl clean, the boat wash. It's like over $200 worth of And they're all full-size products. So, right, right. Can't and beat that. So... Thank you very much, Brett. Thank you very much, Corey. Um, and thank you very much, Starbright. Good guys. So, all right. So, how are you girls doing? We're doing great. Tell me okay. all about what happened this week, this weekend. You first or me first? Go ahead, you first. Wow. We had an amazing, amazing week. Last Thursday, we started and had our captain's party for our second Pink Ladies Fishing Tournament. And mm-hmm. it was outstanding. Gallupis donated the space for us. We had over 150 people, maybe, Chelsea. You have uh, a lot raffle there. items, silent auction items. We had 25 boats sign up. I was amazed. We ran out of captain's buckets. Oh, also <laughs> provided by Starbright with all their goodies inside as well. So awesome. Uh, I had to have my mom go back and make a few extra buckets and uh, get them to the teams, which was kind of cool. Um, so we had that, and um, her buckets are filled with some great goodies. I mean, everything you can imagine. We is... don't do any mini size anythings. We did full size Starbright products. I have a girlfriend that owns Mermaid Vodka, and she's a 13 year cancer survivor. She gave us full size vodka bottles in every single bucket, which was awesome. Um, hats from Hughes. I mean, we had so many people who were giving us amazing things. So uh, we had full size boxes of margarita. Uh, drink mixes with the with the tequila in it, uh, mojito mixes. I mean, uh, water from Rainsoft. Um, really, really cool stuff. Um, so we had that, and then uh, super exciting Saturday morning at the crack of what time, Chelsea? Uh, I think I pulled through the inlet around six fifteen is when I we pulled through the inlet and sent you a picture. Yeah, so I was pretty smart. I decided not to fish a half day. Um, and uh, I decided to set up the weigh-in over at the Sands, which was donated. Amazing. And uh, Chelsea, I sent Chelsea out on the 53-foot Hydrosport. Thank you, EMC Aerospace. Thank um, you, EMC. What a beautiful, great day with such great people. Yeah, they went to Jupiter, and I was hoping to get off at 12, and that, that didn't work out. So I went over and set up the event. But I'll tell you what, we had so many people come to weigh-in. Uh, we weighed some great fish, 36-pound kingfish. We had 22-pound dolphin. 
Um, we had uh, one wa- we, one Wahoo, Cat One, Jay Cooper got that. Oh, you did get a Wahoo. We got nice. one Wahoo, yep. so that paid out about 450 bucks when the in the added value category. Um, so that was good. Um, we had amazing volunteers that helped. Um, everybody got a pink ladies jacket. Let's look at that. They're so cute. Who got I a just jacket? Love those. Any of our volunteers? Really nice. I mean, you know, that I was uh, we made little volunteer bags for everybody with I pink ladies goodies. <gasps> You got to volunteer a little bit more. No, I got to volunteer more. Oh, you got a shirt. I did. You got a Dennis Friel custom shirt that was done in one day, by the way. <laughs> this man is the man with the plan. I I'm called him on a Saturday morning and begged to help me. And he had he had this beautiful artwork that he did, our brand new logo and our brand new shirt back right here. That is, um, we've already sold almost half of them already. And I'm going to have to get some more. So these can be bought on our Pink Ladies Breast Cancer Foundation website and uh, Fishing for the Curament. They're always going to be on year round. So, Dennis, thank you for um, helping us get out of a big jam when we were worried about other things like finding boats to fish. No so. problem. I'm here to help. Don't yeah. tell too many people about that one-day turnaround, though. No. <laughs> that was a special. Well, you have to call and cry and then kick and scream and then knock on the door and then go show up at your house. So, so other people can't really do all of that. Well, listen, Carolyn will get it done no matter what. That's well, one well, thing that's I will say. That's a number one. That's very true. <laughs> and, and number two, like, listen. You're a friend, and you're doing a thing, great thing for a great cause, and you know I wanted to be there for you. So, yep. and that, that's it. That's all. That's all it comes down to. Like it's, you know, we for got our, it done. Yep. So, our, for our listeners that don't know, I am a survivor myself. I was diagnosed in 2018, and I started the Pink Ladies Fishing Team. I work full time running Atlas Tracks, and then I uh, decided this year to do uh, found the, the nonprofit Pink Ladies Breast Cancer Foundation. And we get girls out fishing again because it's real hard with cancer meds to use your hands and your feet and, you know, not feel bad all the time. So um, we had four boats minimum donated this time. We had cancer survivors on all of them, which is amazing. Fishangler.com donated their 53-foot scout. Uh, I have goosebumps now as we uh, uh, and hot flashes and cold flashes. So <laughs> that's medication, <laughs> medication. So you know, I might take this off in a minute. <laughs> but, um, and then we had another new guy, um, Peter, who donated his boat this year. We have um, a gentleman who donated his 39 CV. He's a breast cancer survivor himself mm-hmm. for the second year. Put survivors on board. Um, and then who else am I missing? Uh, EMC Aerospace, of, of course. So we had four boats that just girls can jump on and just go fish this weekend. It was amazing. That's outstanding, and you know, I just want to make a note too with the with the um, the fish angler thing and Tom, and he seems to always be there whenever anybody needs anything. Really, I think he always does a good job with, you know, giving supporting. and supporting. You know, so it, it, it's nice to recognize him. I think. Yeah, absolutely. And as a matter of fact, he didn't go on the boat because he wasn't feeling well, and he didn't want to um, be around some of these other girls that are doing chemo and recovery. So he actually showed up at the Sands weigh-in, which was amazing when yeah. his team showed up. And you know, it's not an IGFA tournament, so you know, one guy had to call me and go get fuel and go back out and fish. I mean, we want to make sure people are safe. We don't want any of the girls to be nervous. Uh, it's a co-ed tournament. It's not just ladies. So we had guy teams only. The world famous meat wagon fished. Mm. So um, <laughs> they showed the old up. Meat wagon. The old meat wagon. <laughs> Um, I mean, sounds it's... like what I call my husband. <laughs> <laughs> world there famous. There you go, girl. The world famous meat wagon. So we had a lot of guys. I was like, teams. we just want to beat the meat wagon. Yeah, so we they got to beat them. You, you the whole what? tournament. <laughs> you got to beat the meat wagon. <laughs> we got to beat them. We got to yes. beat the tournament. All right. Yeah, In the, the tournament. Okay, quick. It went, it went, it went from female wagon. fishermen to dock boxes real quick. It's <laughs> 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 just like, we're going to beat the meat wagon. We got to beat the meat wagon. Oh, boy. 
Okay. Yeah. I mean, we had um, Pelagia gave us a whole bunch of cool stuff. Starbright, they have always helped us. Not only our tournament, but the ladies' fish-off. We've had Lindsay in. She's mm-hmm. also a member of the Lighthouse Point Saltwater Sportsman, one of the four founding members. Females allowed in after 40-something years. Yeah, so I want to segue to that a little bit. Um, not necessarily the females allowed in part, but with the clubs. And it seemed like the OAPB and the LHPSSA were both there to support this endeavor, right? I mean, it was amazing. Yeah, so, and I think that's really important to mention because, you know, when you think about a fishing club or, or anything like that, you know, maybe that's not a part that everyone sees. Um, and I can speak to it firsthand because I know the majority of the people in the OAPB. I am a member of the LHPSSA. I have been for 10 years or whatever. And you know, I know that when something needs to get done or something needs to get supported, both those organizations are always there to, 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 to support. I know that when we do our barbecue here every year, you know, for the, you know, when we did it on our grand opening and then we're like, we do it on our annual anniversary and it's St. Patrick's day that it's always filled with both those clubs here come out in full support. And, and it's nice to see. And they, they do that not only just for me, but for everybody else too. And it's, it's really great. And but, it's really amazing too, because when you had us on the last time we were on the show and um, Steve Fish, Fishman, he's like, um, ask your questions about the girls. He's like, mm-hmm. how are you everywhere? Well, you know what? I volunteer my time because I love doing what I do. I, I want to help other clubs. And you know what? When I needed help, everybody turned around, whether yeah. it be fishing for muscular dystrophy or oh, offshore angler Pompano Beach or Lighthouse Point Saltwater Sportsman's Club. Um, it's amazing. J.R. Dunn. I mean, I went around door to door and just said, you know, please come to the party. It's not just a captain's party. It's a block party. Come. Just There's cool stuff to buy. Yeah. Hang out. And same with the – we filled the sands. The sands was busy. Like, the whole place was packed. We had balloons, decorations. And people can see the, all the photos um, on our uh, Pink Ladies Fishing Team Facebook page. There's so many cool – like, families came out to hang out and, and spending time together, you know, doing things that people don't normally do these days, which is really awesome. Well, yeah. it's kind of great, too. You know, OIPB has over 200 people in their in their group and, and the foundation, and they do a lot. They donate to a lot of great causes. You know, they don't just do fishing events. You know, they host some, you know, monthly events where everybody gets together, people get to connect. And so I think it's great, you know, uh, being new here in South Florida, coming from Texas, uh, it's definitely broadened my horizon a little bit. You know, I've met a ton of people, uh, really became part of the community in a quick manner. So I I love it. I'm part of the OAPB group. I'm hopefully going to be part of the LHPSSA soon. So... So let's talk a little bit about that. I mean, you came here from Port Aransas, right? Yep. Right. And how long ago was that? About six months ago now. Yeah. So so not that long. So you're fairly new Still to new. the to the Pompano Bubble community here. It's very different. And yeah, very different. <laughs> um, but you know what? You were a professional mate. Yep. Over there. So tell us a little bit about that. Uh, it's it's like I said, it's a lot different. You know, being in the Gulf, we have to go very far. Mm-hmm. So I mean, on a, any given day, even say just going snapper fishing or going out for like say a six-hour trip, I'm going anywhere from thirty to fifty miles. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's there's just the waters are different. We have a lot more rough waters day in and day out. It gets very cold over there, but then again, it's land of Jurassic Park. So it's, the fishing is phenomenal. I mean, you have hundred pound wahoos running around you have, and, and very plentiful amount of wahoos, you know, our sword fishing, one of my best days was 13 for 15 Mm -hmm. on a, on a day drop day. So it was, I mean, you have a lot more life out there per se, and I feel that the reason why is because you have to go so much farther. Not everybody can, has that kind of boat, 
or has the fuel money to go out there all the time or the accessibility to get out there. So I think that the fishery itself is a, lot, a little bit more plentiful, uh, just having to go that distance. But here it's so much easier. I mean, in 40, 40 something miles, you're hitting the Bahamas. So, yeah. and you got almost the same kind of fishery over there as we did over in in, uh, in Texas. So it's, it's all relative. Now I will say the actual move itself and getting to know everyone, I will, Thank you. I will <laughs> gladly thank OAPB and LHP and Miss Carolyn and, and people like Dennis that have brought me on to do things like this and be on this podcast. Um, it's helping me grow. Um, it's helping me get my business out there. As some of you may know I just started my uh, yacht brokerage position. So I'm now with myyachtsales.com. So it's been... It's been a fun venture so far. I've got five listings, and so the transition's been great for me so far. Yeah, that, very cool. The um, so you fished the tournament this weekend. I did. Right. I did. And on what boat? Were you were on what boat? I was on a '53 Sueños with nice. Eddie and and his family. Oh, okay, cool. It was beautiful. Oh, those boat. are the guys that wrote Donated. the big check. They yeah. wrote the big check, and nice. they're they are boat. Nice. They're in Such the aircraft. And you were on that boat. This yeah. is my second year fishing with them, actually. Miss Carolyn came with us last year. She invited me last year. I happened to be in town to fish with them last year, and we did pretty well this year. We we grinded it out pretty hard, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, we ran up to one of our most promising spots, and the water just happened to be a little bit more green than we wanted. Typically, we were your, hoping Your promising for spot lied to you? <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it's one of those fishing things. You know, the day before you can go catch giants and plenty of them and you go back to mm -hmm. the same spot and they're not there, not even a bite for a couple hours, you know. So you just never know. It is fishing. But, yeah, yep. we, uh, we ran up north a little bit and it was tough. It was definitely tough for us. Uh, we had a great spread out. I mean, we had a phenomenal spread, something I would totally put out again at any given time. And I think uh, I think we did the best we could and we didn't do very bad. We just – we. We didn't get the winning. Yeah. And I have to tell you, it's really cool about the Montserrat family. Um, EMC Aerospace, they had um, a few survivors on board. He makes his uh, employees down in Miami all wear pink at the whole month of October, which we're in Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And they're also, they change all of their banner colors on their website to pink as well. Uh, and his boat's name, Plain Bills. So it's pretty cool of that. So Eddie and uh, family, Jesse and... Uh, thank you so much for taking us out for our second year and being our presenting sponsor. We're counting on you next year. They are awesome. Really great family. They do a lot for a lot of people in the area. Yeah, nice. So that that's really great. And it's so important to have support from families like that, you know, especially with events like this. And I just want to say too, I love the creativity of this event, right? And that that really speaks to you a lot, right? That this is who you are. But I just. I love that for someone that has been affected by this, right? And this really, I don't want to say defines who you are, but tells a story about you and who you are, right? And this is Carolyn. This is what you do. You take things and you just eat them alive and turn them into sunshine and just be like, and let, let's flip this around and make this a positive thing, right? So when you were going through your battle, you you came up with the idea to do this tournament i mean is, is that how it came about like tell me about the evolution of what like the genesis how'd you start this so what happened was you, i can only assume what i just said well, you know what i mean so you tell me your story okay so when i was diagnosed in 2018 and they put you on cancer medications your feet your hands your joints everything hurts i mean hot flashes cold flashes 
And the only way that made me feel better was putting a fishing rod back in my hand. So I started the Pink Ladies Fishing Team, and we started asking people to donate their boats for us to go out and fish other tournaments. And there were times when I could hardly even hold a fishing rod or hold my hand on the reel. Um, and I'd have girls, it gets me a little emotional, but come around and literally hold my hand on the fishing reel, get disqualified because somebody else touched the rod, and someone would have to hold the rod tip up. But the girls wouldn't let me not catch my fish. And mm-hmm. it was pretty, pretty emotional. So I decided... Um, you know, once once you get, we the don't shy away from emotion here. No, nah, we don't shy away from emotion. Just so you know. So then I saw other girls, and they were really fe- feeling depressed. And some girls were sharpshooters, Belinda up in Palm Beach, and they had no place to go. So I thought, well, let's cr- let's create a little fun thing, and let's yeah. make it actually a foundation, and let's start getting girls back out fishing. And Love the shooting. name Kernament, by the way. Kernament. I've never heard Cure-nament. that before. And I think, did you come up with that? Or did you see yeah. that somewhere else? Because I think that's great. Yeah, you know, it's a tournament. You know, it's a fishing tournament tournament. Yeah. <laughs> so, Can I say, this one touches me too. My grandmother is a two-time breast cancer survivor and my stepmother, uh, she just uh, got over her treatments and is clear for, I guess, uh, a little over about a year now. She's finally clear. So... There's more than not that you would expect to be affected by this. And the more you hear about it, it's just becoming more and more of a thing. I, I think that even the younger you are these days, you need to go get checked and, and be more aware of it too. So this is something that is getting everybody more involved and aware of the and aware of the situations. And, you know, it's really important about the local community. We have people that are fishermen that maybe don't want to tell their, their family they have breast cancer, and then they have to go get a treatment. They have a dog at home. Well, what do you do? Well, okay, so we'll watch the dog, or do you need some food, or you want to go? I get goosebumps when I'm, I'm thinking about mm-hmm. it because these are all things I went through. I couldn't pay my car payments for a while. And it's really important. And even just because you're a survivor, well, right now I have to get IVs that aren't covered by insurance twice a year because I have osteoporosis because they don't tell you that the cancer medicine eats your bones. So if I take a bad fall on a boat or over a curb, now I have a femur potentially break or a hip break down the road. So it's never over. So I figured, screw it. Let's go fishing. Right. Let's go shooting. I've got girls that are cancer survivors that want to teach us how to shoot. And uh, and let's go golfing, right? Anything that makes you hold something like this and open and close your hands. Sometimes I can't take a, soda li- a cap off a soda bottle. So I figured, you know what, let's just say F it. Let's mm-hmm. go out fishing. Let's get girls out. And we had last year two guys with breast cancer that fished. And again, Ian Olenberger, thank you uh, for donating your 39 CV this year. Uh, amazing, amazing guy. I think uh, me and a lot of my followers, I think... Um my solution to everything is to go fishing. That is your solution. That to is my solution to everything. So, the um, you know, it's funny you bring up the the um, the male breast cancer one. You know, one of the more famous people, I guess, is for lack of a better term, more well known people, is Zach Yarbrough. Um, and I had him on the podcast like I think it must have been about three or four years ago. And this is when, kind of in the beginning when he was kind of first diagnosed about it. And he's still fighting that battle. And he was actually scheduled to come on the show last month again um, to talk about where he's at and what's going on. And um, he had to cancel because he's like, you know, I have to go for a chemo treatment, so I can't make it. So I'm like, obviously no problem. You know what I mean? Dude, you have to go for your treatment. Um, But it just kind of, he's really been championing that cause but that was actually the first time I've ever heard of that happening in men and yeah. just the work that he does through his social channel on on 
the whole topic really does raise a lot of awareness in that realm of like the male breast cancer. I know a lot of people think it's exclusively a female thing. It's a majority of female thing, obviously, right. you know what I mean? But it does, it can touch the male side. And Well, you know, and, and part of what I went through and other girls have gone through, like I want to make our foundation, if you want to call us in the middle of the night because you have surgery tomorrow and you're, you're freaking out or you are going home after surgery and you, you're afraid of, you know, what, how's day number four, day number 10, and we could tell them that, or your head hurts. You know what I used to do? I used to take a wet uh, washcloph, put it on a Tupperware container upside down in the freezer so it melted into my head. And then if I had a Wait, headache- why, What'd you do? I would take a wet face cloth, okay. put it in my freezer on a Tupperware container upside down so it froze to the, the diameter of my head. Right. And if I had a bad headache or I was hot, I would take it off the Tupperware out of the freezer and literally put it on my head like a baseball hat. Really? And it's the only way to cool you down without the weight of an ice pack, right? Uh Because a lot of times you're doing surgeries, you can't put weight on your chest. You're not supposed to. So if you create lightweight cold presses, that's the only way I could get some kind of like feeling better. And by the way, it works great for migraines. Just a plain old migraine headache. Yeah. It's a great way to have something that's not too heavy on your head or in the back of your neck. That's just a washcloth and water. Interesting. Free. Yeah. No. So that, so we, we, you know, if people need help or, or, uh, oh no. What's, what's going on? I don't know. So, hey, you know what? There's so many great advances right now. And if we just get people outdoors and connected by water, which is where we all are, mm-hmm. then I think that's a pretty amazing start. Well, I think that's, you know, I'm glad you brought that up because I think that really speaks to, and we know we talk about it till we're blue in the face around here, but everything we're talking about and the things we talked about with, you know, the clubs getting together. And I just actually want to say, I should interject and say OAPB stands for Offshore Anglers of Pompano Beach. LHPSSA stands for Lighthouse Point Saltwater Sportsman's Association, right? Um, but the thing that we're talking about where with the community getting together to fight a cause or to fight you know, or to just or just rally each other and just come together as a community to overcome some sort of challenge. Doesn't have to be a sickness or a disease, or it could just be a challenge, some sort of challenge that the community needs, something that the community needs to be solved. Whether it be raising money for a hurricane, or do, or helping out someone with a with you know an organization, a charitable organization, or something like that. Veterans, big dog tackle, always yeah. out there. To us, that was that is what connected by water means because when it comes to something like that. I don't know what it is, and we've tried to to solve what it is, like to through continuous analysis or whatever like that. But there's just something about that fishing community, and that I want to challenge together tight, right? I- and and always comes together in a time of need to and comes through like champions every single time to help with a cause. Well, I want to challenge everybody that's going to watch this. Um, once a month at a minimum, we are going to pick a warrior. If anyone wants to call us and tell us who needs help, we're going to sound out warm blankets and we're going to do slippers and ice packs and gift certificates to spas and restaurants. I get goosebumps every time I think about it because that was the thing that, that was one of the things that made me get by that I knew people around the neighborhood cared. Once a month, you're going to choose a warrior? Once, if, if people, we're going to have submit your warrior. You want to announce it here? Here on the show yeah so if if you want to announce that's awesome it is it's gonna it's amazing we're gonna minimum one person per month and we're gonna follow them along their their um their journey so um call us at 954-465-3743 or go to our website pinkladiesbreastcancerfoundation.org um tell us who needs some help if they need help paying a car payment some food 
um, if they're currently going through treatments, um, we will get them free shirts so they're warm in the uh, in the hospital with um, tank tops that we have because I know you get hot, you get cold, and these you can get to ports if you need to. All of it will be free. We'll send out a care pack every single month um, and share their story as they go along their recovery. So we want to definitely do that. Repeat the phone number again. My phone number. Call me not 24-7. Um, <laughs> 954- um, I sleep with a phone under my pillow. 954-465-3743. If someone needs some help, we, um, we just donated $1,000 to Amy Black in Tampa. She came to fish the second time on the fish angler boat. I'm sending $200 to a lady in Texas. I've never met her before. She needs a little bit of help. Um, that's why we did the tournament, to raise money, to get it back out uh, in the field. Nobody makes any money. None of us get paid. 100% of that money goes right back out in the field. That's I love amazing. you. I so, truly love you. That's that's outstanding, that's so Carolyn. Yeah. Yeah, You'll be able to touch there's so not many one dime. Lives. What not one dime goes to any of us. And all the volunteers that you saw, anyone that went to the captain's meeting or were working at the sands, nobody got a dime for anything. Maybe a thank you, a donut, and mm-hmm. maybe one or two Papa's Pilar cocktails. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> you know, this this is outstanding. And if you want to announce that monthly on the show, sure, I'm all for that. Like hundred percent. It, it like that just is awesome. you know, because I love that so much, and that's always. At Connected by Water, what we wanted to support is the grassroots aspect of things. Um, you know, we don't ever donate or give our time to like, I'm not going to name names, but the larger corporate um, organizations. We always try to focus our energies. You know, my mother raised me with, with this phrase, and she would say it all the time, ever since I was a little kid, grow where you're planted, right? And she always instilled that in me. And we try to bring that to here, to this show, to this business, meaning you start here and you work your way out, right? So the organizations that we support primarily are local and also to where we know that any funds that we donate or any any energy that we give, we know exactly where it's going to, right? So, and this, this is the perfect example, right? And, and this is why we have no problem when you come to me with like, need this in a day no problem because that's that's where we're at you know what i mean but if it's like the larger corporation ones we know that there's you know infrastructures to pay for and things like that but we want to make sure that the efforts that we achieve go directly to those in need we've driven people to um appointments i mean Mm -hmm. we know we've taken care of 19 year old dogs i mean whoever has time to help anywhere and if we can grow this thing nationwide i think it'd be a really cool thing and if we can get another tournament mid-year maybe march april may mm-hmm. march april may huh we little, also little pointy to, the pointy nose ones you expanded to palm beach this year as well oh that is really freaking exciting Sailfish wait, 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 wait. Yeah, i forgot to mention that station. so all my what are you bringing up chelsea i totally forgot all my palm beach partners all my good friends up in palm beach make sure next year you guys are a part of this amazing tournament it is all for a great cause and you can weigh in at selfish marina I totally forgot. So Tell me about that. That was super cool. So um, I didn't want to lose any boat traffic in Palm Beach. We had four boats weighing up there. And um, last minute, I had a good friend say he'd be the waymaster. I had a photographer up there. Thank you, Leonard Bryant, who is always on the ground at every single charity event from Chasing Tales to my, my event to any uh, fishing off the piers, anything. He's always everywhere. Um, so we had a photographer up there. It was amazing. Team Tito showed up at the weigh-in with um, Tierras. Oh, nice. Boas. You can see all the pictures on Pink Ladies Fishing Team. Uh, they had pink top hats on. Um, so we had some good fish weighed up there. So now we know it worked perfectly. So now we need another 25 boats up that way next year 
Um, I think that's a good idea. I think, I think we, we can, can get that. there. Yeah, Easy. I think we can. We did 25 this year. I was shocked. We did 12 last year, but we had 18 entries. We had the hurricane last year. So a lot of uh, our good friends paid for the entry, knowing they weren't going to fish, just to get an entry in to this help us raise money. This is the second year. This is our second right, year. Or it was the second year. Let's say it was, right? This, this was. This, this, this was the second year. You had 25 boats. Okay, yes. we're going to double our number next year. We are. It's already happened in my head. We're and working to we're that. We're there, right? And I'm pl- proud to announce that we already have booked December 3rd at Gallupi's again. They gave us the venue for free, which is Thursday Captain's Party, and fishing October 5. If the Sands will have us back again, I think they will. I think uh, Sailfish Marina will have us back again. Right, when, when's the Captain's at Gallupi's? Uh, October 3rd, Thursday, 2024. So we've already booked it. Nice. And we Fishing on the 5th. We have a friend with a helicopter. If we can pre-sell some pink golf balls, he's going to dump them out in one of the hole number one. And nice. if your, your uh, ball goes in the cup, you get some cool prize. So that'll really? Be really, he's going to fly about t- 20 feet cool. over That's the green. That's different. Yeah. We got to do some cool stuff. And um, I want to do a podcast from inside the helicopter while they're doing that. I think, do I, think I think you should. Right Carlene. Captain Charlie will wait make that work. I like that. I like that too. You're going to be there. I like that idea. You think we can make that happen? I know. Yeah. Can she get up in a helicopter? Yeah, absolutely. You can. Perfect. Yeah. Done deal. The the helicopter's out of Pompano. Now, here's something else I want to announce. Our friend, Chrissy Chrissy Awebe. Yeah. We are helping her. Pink Ladies are helping her with her first um, Spanish Fly sleigh ride, which uh, we found a hangar December 3rd. So December 3rd. So we have not selected the date yet but Christy's coming in on the podcast right you're going to join her you're gonna, you'll be back on the show then she's right? going to stay at my house right and, 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 and then my you guys house. will be back on, and we're going to talk about the Wahabe Foundation on that one right and, amazing right? They, they sponsored they do a great me job. Yep. they sponsored me the beginning of July with four of our girls we fished we, I speared my first hogfish. We did some amazing things. We we hang out with her, her boys, her family. An inspirational story. She's an amazing you know, girl. I have to tell a story here real quick, right? So, talking about the Wehebe Foundation, but really specifically talk about Jose Wehebe. Okay. Now, it's not that I have a Jose story to tell, but I was just, you know, I'm very good friends with the Red Wines. Right, so Derek and Corey Redwine. Derek is a fellow fish artist, and you know Corey is a fish artist, but she makes her art out of trash and stuff like that. But she's the conservation director at Starbright, and so there's kind of a whole in, little intertwined in how all that started happening. Um, but the really cool thing is, I worked on the project with Derek at ICAST to paint the painting where we raised money for the CCA, and we just had the auction this past weekend or this Friday was the last day, we raised a bunch of money for the CCA with the painting. And we painted it at ICAST, and we weren't quite done with it. So I had a few travel things to do, and when I got back, I went back up to Derek and Corey's house, and it was really cool because, you know, they live up in Merritt Island, and I don't really get to spend a ton of time with them, like, in person. So when I do, we try to fit it all in, you know, and we can go their boat right behind their house it's not like it's not like boat right behind your house here where it's like okay big intercoastal big water we go offshore and everything like that there's this like boat behind your house and we're literally in mangroves in like five seconds and we're snook fishing and like it's like almost like that inshore kind of backcountry thing like right behind their house it's absolutely amazing because that's my favorite time to fish in the day so when we go to Derek and Corey's it's like really like a heavy amount of concentrated quality time 
with one of my best friends, right? And it really is great. So this time around, we had a really cool moment to where we're sitting on this couch. It's like late at night and I was up there by myself, which I don't get like time away from like Liz and the kids like that, like ever, you know? So, cause my kids are like what, 10 and 12, you know? So, so I'm like in full on dad mode. Right? So I never get like time alone. You know what I mean? Which is, it sounds horrible. You know what I mean? But it's not horrible because I love my family. I love Bro-man my kids and everything. Yeah, but I, but it's like, it's kind of unique, you know, that whatever. So anyway, for going on about it. So Derek pops on, he's got all these old um, Spanish fly episodes on his DVR still, right? But Derek was in like three or four episodes with Jose because they were like best friends, right? And it was really cool watching all of them with Derek in the room. And he was like telling me like all the backstories like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you see that fish? That was that part actually got so messed up and we improvised and yeah. And he actually hooked the wrong thing and whatever like that. And we just went with it. Like he's telling me like all these backstories. And then he starts telling me all about Jose and how he really was and how intense he was. And, you know, and um, it was really cool to hear that. Um, up from Derek's point of view because it really felt like I got to know the spirit of Jose through Derek and what he was all about and you know you always I grew up watching the Spanish Fly and the shows and obviously Jose was a legend and everyone respected him he was one of the greatest you know anglers of all time greatest fishermen greatest hunters you know of fish like of all time and you know conservationist and you know a pioneer of where he took a fishing tv show from where a fishing to at that time where a fishing tv show was to where jose took it you know really brought that into and he brought it to people's homes in a way that wasn't your traditional way a TV show was, a fishing TV show was done. I don't know. This is the best way I can explain it. So I kind of got to know the spirit of Jose and Derek would tell me stories about, you know, how he was with people and how he was with conservation and to see how Chrissy is taking the foundation beyond Jose's life and, and having it live on, having his spirit live on through that foundation and the good that they do just absolutely inspiring. He was me. amazing. I actually wrote her a letter and said, How? "I know that was long winded." No, no. But I want, yeah. I want, I want to share a, a Jose story with you, and I want to tell you about Chrissy. So I basically reached out to her to say, "How can I help you?" Right? Yeah. And she reached out to me and said, "Well, how can I help you?" And she actually sponsored us for the girls to come down and fish, and we had dinner with her kids, and you know, heard so many stories. And she told, she told us a really funny one that. Jose went fishing with one of his friends and slipped him a note in his pocket that said, meet me for drinks and just signed it, Jay. And the wife was doing laundry <laughs> and said, started beating up on the husband's hand. You're going to have to, you're going to have to tell me who's what is this? Jay? Who's Jay? And the husband calls Jose and says, please call my wife and t- tell her That's that great. you put that note in my jacket, which is kind of funny. And we heard stories like that 
for four days. I mean, they brought us to Key West. We yellowtail um, fish with a female captain. She's amazing. And it was the first time that they sponsored an all-girl crew in. And there's amazing photos um, that she has of that event. And how could we not help her with her party that's coming up yeah. December 3rd? So um, it's, uh, you know, good people helping good people. And she's she's been through a lot. And, Christy, we love you. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, I got to meet her the first time at this ICAST this year. You know, this, this ICAST that I went to last year. And, you know, I mean, I've been to ICAST countless amount of times right in 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 countless amount of ways but this year was the most special you know i mean just being able to paint with derek and and hang out with Corey, and you know and you know have papa support the whole thing yeah it's really good and, stuff. and Starbright support the whole thing and you know just being able to raise money for the cca and do good in the process i mean and really get to spend time with Derek like that and paint with him like you know, a good friend that I respect an amazing artist that I respect and just just to be able to paint with him and, and have that kind of time was just it was truly truly special and so, do a co-painting is really cool yeah. but yeah and, and and do a collaboration painting so oh yeah they're secretly plotting them. well well we got, I have one more thing I want to talk about and then I want to hear about Chelsea's tuna do, do, do. I haven't heard about your tune yet. Okay, so I want to announce December 15th, Pink Ladies are having a really cool party. It's going to be winter-related. Nobody's done it before, so just get your ski boots out. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, we need ski more boots. details. We need more details. We are going to be doing... Ski boots uh, in Florida? We are going to be doing our first Pink Ladies winter party. It's Sounds going to be fun. everyone can afford it, open to everybody. Um, you have you can earn great raffle prizes if you get out your old ski boots and skis and poles, and if you show up where you, where we tell you, we'll announce right. it with plenty of time. Okay. Um, it's going to be a is winter it, winter wonderland like kind of party. Like ski bunny style? Yes. Ooh, and in. whoever is brave enough to wear the Dumb and Dumber orange jumpsuit with the helmet, I will make sure there's an extra prize for that person. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> dumb like and Dumber? Husband. So you have me you at Dumb and Dumber. Wait, what happened? <laughs> Hold on, back again. So dumb and dumber. <laughs> Wait, we've got, we got a scooter involved and a briefcase already. With, right. like, Just when I think you can't tonight. get any lower. <laughs> I get lower. <laughs> you totally redeem yourself. <laughs> One of my all time. Maybe we'll have to get so a frozen pole. there's a chance. Then frozen pole. Maybe we get a frozen pole and see who wants to lick it. Says it says it right here the whole time. <laughs> oh. Maybe there's Oh, Samsonite. Samsonite. I was way off. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just thinking, you know, um, I think we're going to have a little dumb and dumber theme party. Somewhere. Oh my God! I'm there. Can we bring the owls? Nothing short of fun. Everything is going to be had. A little pelican. Rare owls. Yeah. Endangered owls. It might be a costume winter. I've already fest. got my outfit planned. I wasn't even. I'm just like nobody. I, got ski boots and like, I just found Tell out. I'm ready. Save the date, December fifteenth. More to be coming. And I'm giggity, telling you what, giggity. nobody's done what I'm going to do because I like to have. Par I like to party. Like to party. <laughs> I like to shoot guns and ride horses. <laughs> I like to party. But um, I think the Peak Ladies are getting known for having pretty good parties, pop up parties, and I Perfect. think we're gonna we're gonna keep doing that. So we're gonna do a, a December fifteenth fun Christmas party that nobody's done ever in this I neighborhood. Love it. And let me let you guys know, this lady always has the best raffles at every event. Somehow. Okay. <laughs> The we, raffles oh, are insane. Nautical Ventures, last minute, never met them, gave us a $1,000 breast cancer paddle, um, um, kayak, plastic kayak that we sold. And it went like, the like the like buy it now. So thank you very much. They did that like just last minute. Shout so. out to Nautical Ventures on that one. So yeah, we get some crazy good stuff. People just want to help. Nice. Nice. December 15th, block the date. A Most dumb and definitely. dumber party. How flipping genius is that? 
That's like dumb um, and dumber. Ugly it's going to be a combination sweater. dumb and dumber and hot tub time machine. We can have. Oh my god, the hot tub time machine I'm is totally my husband's going. favorite fucking movie, I'm and really I have no going. idea I'm why. I'm telling you guys, There's y'all better make it your that's way the, down to me, Florida. That's the meat wagon's favorite movie, huh? Podcast or another one. Listen, my husband watches this thing over and over and over, and we're on a different like generation here. I'm like, how could you not watch it? I never got it. I, I, like, I don't know if I wasn't high when we were watching. I don't know. My husband <laughs> smoke. But he's like into this laughing his ass off. And I'm like, this could be like, a, like maybe it's not me. At this I'm particular like, venue where I've picked, I'm thinking we could probably run both those movies. I would get it and rewatch it just for you. But with my husband sitting on the couch and he was like 27 years old at the time, we're going back 10 years. You know what I'm saying? And it was just like, this is just. Like, what are you like watching, honey? Fucking divorce nope, right nobody here. Made- I'm into like natural born killers. Something like different shit than he is, you know? Just- <laughs> nobody make like plans his- and get your ski guys. Carly, are you going to dress up like Mary Swanson? <laughs> oh, called out. Siri, please send me a costume of Mary Swanson so I can see what it looks like before I... Oh, She's Mary so Swanson prepared. from Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah She's yeah, no, no, no. so prepared. Let's see how many people show yeah. up at cart will look birds, parakeets. With <laughs> <laughs> our heads bitten off. <laughs> our pets' heads are falling off. Oh, Petey. fucking great. I'm gonna, the yeah, shagging like, wagon? I have two Come bird on. cages. I'm telling you. I have you. two bird cages. I'm pretty really good at getting some cool shit done. Little so bird cages December 15th. I have. I can walk. I do. There, I, I have. Oh, thank you. Things are starting to get interesting. I'm going to announce this. I'll announce it by November 1st. Dumb and dumb. I love so it. Guys, dumb and dumber. Be ready for that time machine combo. It's one of November my, yeah. 1st, we will find out where this amazing I have cool to watch Christmas hot, party is going to be. So get your, gonna, we're so, going to we're going to score some ready. overnight hotel stays, and whoever has the best costume is going to get some. Is really it local cool or is it yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's Keith. local. Pompano. I can I can offer a free slumber party here in the gallery. Look, you get to sleep right over there. We can make it all That's the audition couch that he hasn't had you sit on yet. But you're really you're supposed to be sitting here. We got a great bartender too. <laughs> but we, ha- we have the best even- bartender in She's the world. The you kidding me? Best bartender ever. She I've is. Been, I've been blabbing the whole time. We haven't even heard about Chelsea's monster tuna. Hey, hey. you caught a big bluefin tuna recently, didn't you? I did I did? You know, I where'd actually, you catch that? I was up in uh, Rhode Island. Yes, Rhode Island. Rhode Island. I, it was what a quinky thing. I won't lie. Uh, living out in Texas, I we get a good run of them every year around. April, May. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of crazy out there. Obviously, they're in like five to 7,000 feet of water. You know, we go out 140 miles, 120 to 140 miles to go. And it's it's a shot in the dark. I mean, you rig up the whole day before you hear that either Venice got them or one of the headboats got them out there. They saw them popping on the surface. So it's a race. Everybody and their brother is getting their boat ready, getting tackle ready everybody's rigging up everybody's heading out because in the gulf you can only or it's recreational wise there's allowed to be six kept per year so you know everybody's rushing out to try to get one of the first few so it was always uh i know i i'm i lost my first giant i was on the boat on the boat called the dirty money nice old 37 freeman and uh, we were out there, man, this thing, I had the line in my hand, this fish took it like a freight train, and I was hooked from that point forward. He bit the line, something happened, and we lost him about 15, 20, 30 minutes in. So it wasn't a very long fight, he was still running like crazy, but since that point forward, I was hooked. And I've been on a mission to catch one of these things, so I contacted my good friend, Brandon, uh, B Hags, he actually makes his own baits, dude. This guy's 
pretty badass. Like, he does everything on his own. He goes out by himself, and he's even landed a 1,200-pound bluefin by himself. I mean, it's just insane to me, but... It's um it was pretty it was pretty awesome. Uh we went out, uh took the operations manager of OAPB, Miss Holly Hunt. She's a lot of fun, great spirit. She's just tons of tons tons of fun, loads of good time. And so we got out there, we went to the old thirsty beaver for a ni- nice little drink. <laughs> That's also a pet name with my husband. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Why we're on the Carl. plug with my husband tonight, just saying thirsty beaver. <laughs> Wait, is that Go you or, or your husband's favorite pet? I am the thirsty beaver. Okay, I thought so. <laughs> <laughs> she is thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> now we're going from like hot tub time machine. The thirsty, like, thirsty beaver. Like, oh my God, I love that woman. Oh my God. Uh, I hope Holly's on here. Show up, with, show up with some fur. Right. <laughs> There's no fur on the thirsty beaver. But yeah, no fur on the thirsty beaver. Naked beaver. We're going with the naked beaver. Holy moly. And uh, so we, we went out to old thirsty beaver for a little bit. And then the next day we went out. Man, I won't lie. It was so hard to make bait. And so we're fishing for bluefish. And that's our bait. And these baits are 30 to 40 inch fish. I mean, they're not small baits. They're pretty large baits. So... We got a couple, went out there. Um, mind you, I was on a little bit of a smaller vessel. I was on a 23-foot uh, center console. And so, Lance, seeing one of these fish after fighting it for a couple hours, in the very front of the bow, I lost my whole shit. Like, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't act cool about it anymore. I literally probably just went psycho there for a minute i mean I, there's another use for papa's bar i saw this fish and i'm on the front of the bow and i mean it's rocking i mean we were going back and forth and okay so we're going i mean I, we're bouncing up and down and i see this fish on the line directly in front of me starboard side of the bow and I just lost it. I mean, I was like, oh my God, oh my God, it's right here, it's right here. Captain, come shoot it, come get it, come get it right now. Like, it was insane. Uh, Cap came up, we couldn't really get the shot on him. I mean, every time Cap came off the wheel, the fish was taking off a little bit more. We'd scoot back up on him, get him in good position. He'd take off again. It, it was it was a fight, no joke. Uh, it's not just reeling in a fish. I mean, you're using your whole body I've got to stabilize myself. I've got to pull the line with this arm just to be able to reel a half of a crank this way and pull it down to get another half of a crank. I mean, you're getting a minimal amount of inches in each each half of a turn, right? But it makes the world a difference. And so we finally get the fish up, and I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And mind you, I'm, I'm a sword fisherman, so I'm used to kind of harpooning fish and, and used to that side of things. And so... I was like, he's perfect position. He's right here. He's right here. So we tried to make the shot. Fish end up spooking, getting away. Not going to lie. That was definitely the biggest fish of the week. He, I, Captain didn't want to make me upset, but he was like, yeah, that was about 900 pounds. I shed a tear, and then everybody was real quiet. <laughs> Nobody said anything on the boat. We had one more bait left, and uh, we ended up going out. Uh, no, actually, that was our last bait. So that was our last bait. We ended up losing that fish. Then the 
the next day we went back out we uh got a, quite a few baits and right at dark we got sharked like four times on our best baits that we had for the day you know and then it was man like uh, we were all getting defeated kind of you know we started popping the tequila around a little bit trying to change the morale you know and finally right at dark i mean like no sun left in the sky sun's down there's a little thin line around the parameter of the water of, of some sunlight and just annihilates the bait i mean jumped out i mean it was a top water bait smash and it was the most epic visual you could ever imagine right with you know this fish ended up being 652 pounds and it was 109 inches long and so it was i mean we fought it for I want to say about two and a half almost three hours but mind you we we caught this bait we landed this fish in 107 feet of water so i don't know if it was really that storm that was pushing through up north that maybe had pushed them in a little bit farther north from what i've heard they're obviously a little bit farther out most of the time around your three to five hundred foot range so them being in 100 foot of water it just baffled me i mean to see something of that magnitude in the water next to the boat you're just like ah they got all, ah. so i have a question so we all watch wicked tuna right sure let's do right so they all go into the scales and the guy's like oh i'm gonna give you 24 dollars for that one no so when you Don't guys like when you guys like go and you weighed your fish and then like it just disappeared and you guys just said thanks that was a great day no it, there's a few different ways it's handled so the re so we actually my, the captain that I was with, he actually has a transportation license. So from the uh, market itself, because this market that stays open later, because we didn't get that bite till about 7.30 and we didn't bring the fish actually to the boat per se until about 10. I don't think we actually got it on board until about 10.30, 10.45 and rushed back in loaded the boat onto the trailer didn't do anything with the fish yet just headed straight to the market this market was actually in massachusetts right over the border so it handles fish from multiple different areas but basically whenever you get to that point we <laughs> the guy told us you have to be here before 12 so you have to be at the market before 12 we pulled up at like 11:45, <laughs> we gave him like 15 minutes to get this fish recorded in right so basically at that point we have to at least get the full weight of the fish cut the head off then get the the core weight with all the guts taken out of it obviously thank right thank you so thank much you, thank you oh wait hold on here you go let's get the uh cheers the cheers, cheers with my friends you know go. it's funny you mentioned sword fishing have you ever considered doing a swordfish tournament for the caravan? I'm, I I'm would down. love to. I have never caught a swordfish in my life. <gasps> She's got to come with me. I would either. love to do I, that. What about swordfish? I mean, we're, you know, listen. Fish. Hey, I'll take anybody's help to do another. We when need you talk about, like, different I'm regions, regions of the Caroline. world and the different billfish, oh, you go to Costa Rica, you want to catch, like, 50 sailfish in a day or whatever, you know what I mean, or Come into South Florida. Guatemala, you know what I mean? You, you want to go do Panama, Marlin, and, and stuff like that. But when you talk about South Florida, you're talking about sailfish. But really, swordfish is our monster. And October is right? the month for it. Well, yeah, for sure. I mean, it, it might not be a bad idea. It's something to look at. I know that's kind of puts you up close to 
the tournament. He's uh, calling you out. Right, because we have to, you know, you think breast but cancer. But you know, I mean, swordfish, I mean, yeah, October is a good month for it, but. We could. You know, we, we catch some of your rest. Really, I think Let me t- um, you could do a two-part tournament. This is what kind of we do over in the Gulf. We have a March-April tournament, and it's 30 days long, and you get to choose a certain amount of days. So you get to choose, like, two to three days, and you get a fish aggregate of two fish. Right, mm-hmm. and then, or you can make it a year-long tournament, even. Well, you know, you know here's what's interesting, right? So, um, this is my second year hosting my own tournament, and I could tell you, my house turned into a warehouse. I shipped my mother in to help me make baskets and buckets, you and she's her 80 in, years like, old, like in a box. Like, in a box, you shipped well, her. I don't <laughs> want to talk like, about shipping my mother, an 80-year-old mother, <laughs> in a box. Saying, is, it will not hold up in court. <laughs> like, it's, she just went home. Nobody again. uses against us. We're great people. Okay, <laughs> Wait, hold on. Okay, mom, mom. I tried to ship my mom here this weekend. That didn't I just, work out. I just for shipped me. her out, and not to, uh, I shipped her out on some airline, so she's going back to Tampa. But she was here, and she was like making baskets and tying bows, and her All poor little arthritic hands. And she's like, I just want to help you. And here's the hard thing, right? So your moms don't ever want to think about their daughters having breast cancer. So she, I could barely get her here to help me because it made her feel bad that I had breast right. cancer. But I'm like, come here, let's a party, mom. But anyways, so so if we, <laughs> it's a party. Don't worry about it. I have breast cancer, but it's a party. Come don't on. worry it's about party. it. So what I'm thinking is, so I have you stepping over like baskets and ribbons and scissors and and staple guns. So yeah, I mean, if, if we're gonna do a, an event, we're gonna do it all like now because right now the house is totally trashed. But I would love to do another event. I think it's amazing. Um, I can't wait to help. I want a sailfish tournament. That's what I'm working on There's with the OAPB. So many, so many sailfish tournaments. I know, but you know, well, I really want to do there one. There is an OAPB sailfish tournament. Yeah, we're trying to make it an all ladies. Oh, an all ladies. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. A ladies okay. tournament, but this is unofficial. Keep this off the record. Even though we're broadcasting it, we're broadcasting <laughs> it. But hey, look, I'm See, working I'm on this the actively. The, I'm doing the off the record Christmas party. Off the record Christmas party, sailfish your tournament, swordfish. They're gonna dig it. You know, yeah, I like it. It's Wait gonna a, be so amazing. The pop ups bring your kids too. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, shit. Do you guys want to end this episode with a little shot? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Let's do a whole shot of some pelan. All right, let's, Wait, let's, where's let's, yours? Let's, I'm drinking the whole time. Let's go, baby. You right, so, over so Dennis, I want to thank you again for hosting this nice party and inviting us to talk about our things that are really, really important to us. Of course, you're a little shot because I'm an old man. I'm a, I'm a call away from anything we need to do for volunteerism because I'm always there. As you Carolyn, know. Carolyn, listen. You know why I love having you on this show? And you know I love just being your friend in general. What what happened? What happened? No. Okay. It's because I know that. Because she's a great person. You are. That is so selfless and does things for everybody. You are one of the best people I know. Thank you, Dennis. That means a lot. Can I tell you something that Carolyn personally did for me? I was. You want a shot? About a year ago, I was on my way down here. Uh, and I was in the process of wanting to move here, but didn't know what I was going to do. I didn't know what job I was going to take. I didn't know where I was going to move. I didn't know what part of Florida I wanted to live in yet. I didn't know. I didn't even know Carolyn at the time. And, um, it was very beautiful because somebody introduced me to Carolyn, uh, randomly and, you know, he expressed the fact that, you know, I was coming down. I, I didn't really have anywhere to go. I didn't have a whole lot of money. And um, I, I really just needed a place to stay. And Carolyn opened her doors. Uh, she had just bought a home that she was renovating. And 
getting ready that was still furnished and obviously very beautiful and nice over here in the lighthouse point pompano beach area and um she opened up her doors to me and, and let me and my good friend stay there we helped her out with some with the tournament uh my friend max filmed the tournament for her and stuff like that and got some great pictures and memories for us but just being a selfless person not even knowing she doesn't know I could have been a robber, a I'm like, killer. Stay at my house. You never know. And she was like, oh, just stay with me. You're good. Just stay with me. And, you know, for that's the kind of person that I've always been. But also it's it's so nice and refreshing to meet new people in a new area that are just so giving and helpful and loving. You cheers. know, so cheers, cheers to, to that. Cheers to Connected by Water. To Connected by Water. Cheers. To Pink Ladies Cancer Foundation. Cheers, Mom. To... These two people right here. We out. Next Stay year's tuned. tournament. October 4th, 3rd? October 3rd, captain's party. October 5, fishing. Let's get 50 boats. That's my goal, 50, 50 boats. 50 boats. Let's do it, guys. Where so, can people go to register? They can register now, right? We're going we're gonna to set it up so you can start registering now by tomorrow. So You Pink can scan ladies. this right here. Yep. Pink ladies start. BreastCancerFoundation.org. You can donate. You can get raffle tickets for that cute little Reef Runner boat. Thank you, Don at Reef Runner. And you can um, nominate a warrior to get uh, one of our monthly packages. Um, and what other cool stuff? Register for next year's tournament. 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 Our next year's tournament. All right. Awesome. Most and thank you for making our shirts and our new logo. We're going to put it on everything. It's my Dennis. pleasure. You're amazing. You do thank some you. great work. It really is it my means pleasure. Means everything. All right. Thank you, ladies, for coming into the studio and sharing your time with me. Most yeah. definitely. Right? We out. We out. All right, listen, Thank we're going to end this like we always do. Uh-oh. Raise your glasses. Your ego is not your amigo. Oh, there we go. Always do your best at the end of the day. Just let God do the rest. And do not ever forget that no matter where we are, no matter what we're doing, we're all connected by water. Thank connected you. by water. You guys follow along. 